I truly think this episode that you are about to listen to is the most impactful and insightful episode of this podcast that I have ever done. I haven't spent as much time on any other episode than this. So these 10 lessons that I am about to communicate that I learned from 2023, if you agree at the end of this episode that they are as good as advertised, rate the show, follow the show, and yeah, enjoy, because I think it's going to be great. All right, let's do this. So for those of you who do not know, my name is Jared, and as at the recording of this, I am 23 years, three weeks, and three days old, right? So for those of you who are not good at math, that means that I was born on December the 8th of the year 2000, 2000. and seeing that my date of birth coincides with the end of the year, it kind of had me thinking of like, you know, reflecting on my whole year in general. And it got me thinking of like, did I learn anything? Are, are there mistakes that I made that I don't want to make again? So that's why I'm recording this because I took some time, I reflected on it. And there were 10 lessons that I feel that I could learn going forward, going forward that I could use to benefit myself. So hopefully you may find at least one of these lessons insightful or somewhat intelligent. One of the, I hope, you know, one person in the 8 billion people, hopefully one of you think so. And that's the reason I'm recording this. So let me get straight into number one. Lesson number one is that consistency is actually key. I used to hear this a lot and I thought, you know, it was just this cliche thing that everybody says, consistency is key, you know, keep with things long term and then you can see the results. Yeah, yo, whoa, whoa. But it actually is. I think I'll tell you why. Um, for me personally, I started a lot of new projects and habits this year, you know, a lot was reference to the business. I have a business called WebLearn, where like, I mentor and coach part-time students to get further qualifications and like boost their career and stuff. And the podcast, which is currently called the Student Struggles Podcast. But I did not stick with the things I should have done with the both of these projects, both of these things in the long term. I stopped, right? And I stopped because it got hard. It got difficult. It became difficult managing everything else I was doing to like continue to do the podcast and like other things in my life and I don't want to admit it but if it was consistent I would have been better off and it had me thinking about the book that I read Atomic Habits and where James Clear talks about like the valley of disappointment or the valley of deep despair and I can try to um, describe it as best as possible for those who listen on the audio but essentially when you start something new a new habit a new a new goal that you have in mind in the beginning you're not going to be good so your expectations are a lot higher than what reality actually is because you suck in the beginning and you're going to suck for a while until things get good. But the thing is, if you persevere through this time of suckiness, your reality actually exceeds like your world's expectations. The thing is, you do not know how long this valley of disappointment, this valley of deep despair is. And for me, I always wonder like, was I like two months away or if I had kept going at like what I was doing for two, three more months, four more months, then I would have had a breakthrough. So looking back, um, I want to be the sort of person that is able to endure your valley of disappointment and, and like, you know, despair, not just with my business or the podcast, but in stuff in general. And I'm going to try to hold myself accountable to keep consistent with the things I know that are going to give me such a good return on my investment. Right. Good. Lesson number two. Feelings are not reality. This is the first year that I have probably have suffered. I've been afflicted by such like negative thoughts. 
the biggest of that the biggest of those being like feelings of being alone and like loneliness but i am not alone or lonely because like i have a ton of people who love and care about me and like communicate that on a regular basis so like i was so confused like i got all these people here like who definitely love me and care about me and i'm not alone but my brain is telling me that i am alone and had me thinking that like even like when i'm anxious and when i'm fearful that doesn't mean that I can't do the stuff. It's just like how I feel in the moment. So it's showing me I can act despite I may feel the opposite to what I want to do. So it's showing me that like my brain, I don't know if yours does this, but my brain usually over exaggerates the situation, which stops me from doing the stuff that I should do or that I could do. So from now on, I am taking a gigantic grain of salt with reference to how I am feeling. And I am not going to let my feelings define my actions. Again, for me, I've realized feelings are not reality. Number three. Uh, this one is also cliche, by the way. So heads up. Excuses make today easy and tomorrow hard. Um, again, same thing with the podcast, trying to be consistent. For me, the biggest excuse I usually make is with reference to my sleep. So that when I go to bed or when I wake up, yeah, like I got other stuff to do. Like I can't go in my bed this time. I can just, I don't get as much sleep as, I don't usually get a lot of sleep anyway. So it's okay if I go to bed late. So it's like kicking down a can down a hill. But eventually it gets to the bottom of the hill. And then you got to pay the piper. You got to pay the price. And you know what happened? Some days I crashed. It had no energy and it came out to bite me. And it was not pretty. So it's showing me that even more so, I have to treat excuses like the plague. Like if there's COVID. And like run away and like stay away from them because it is not benefiting me. It's like a drug. It, it makes you feel good temporarily, but when you come off the high, it's like the worst thing ever. So I am going to be running from the hills away from excuses going forward because um, they need to go because they're not serving me. And more than likely, they're not serving you either. So I bunning off of excuses, right? Lesson number four, we all want to do better but few of us actually do better. Realizing, you know, another uh, great quote, winners and losers have the same goals. So I was like, okay, so if we all want to succeed, if we all have the same goals, why do a small portion of us, portion of us actually succeed and are successful and the majority of, majority of us do not? Well, it seems from my perspective, from my vantage point, again, grain of salt, those persons who actually like get where they want to go, they have systems in place. So it's easier to commit to do the things that they want to do. Well, sorry, the things that they need to do to be successful. We don't always want to do those things. And I'm realizing I have to do that in my life as well. So like if I want to do more studying and more learning um, with reference to things that I need to increase in my job, the podcast and all that stuff, I need to make it easier to do so. So usually maybe the space, the space I have should, be more tidy than it usually is if i know what i have to film stuff it should be easier to just come and sit down and film so going forward in here is going to be set up so that i could just sit down and film when i need to film right yay so i realizing that we kind of the um the systems in place is what govern persons who are successful who are winners and those who are losers just have the goal but they don't put anything else they don't set up anything else to help them be successful I want to try to be more successful. So I'm looking for areas in my life that I can set up systems that are going to help me, propel me to be more successful. Uh, maybe you could try to see if you could do the same.
right? Lesson number five, I have less time than I think. I don't know about you, but I vividly remember the end of the year 2019, which is, what, five years? No, five years ago now? No, four years ago now, right? And it's crazy because it feels like yesterday and like so far away at the same time, but it's showing me that time is passing a lot quicker than I think, and I have less time. I was even, even not just on the macro level of a year, but like on a micro level, like just a day. You sleep six to eight hours, you go to work for another eight hours, like, you know, transportation, eating meals and like taking rest might be like another three, right? So now we're up to, well, so quick math, 17, we got five hours left. And you know what I realize? My screen time is usually four or five hours a day. Well, it used to be, is it? No. So I, I just like wasting away my life. Like, so I was like, oh, I need to be better use of my time because A, I don't have as much as I think I do. And the amount I do, I just doing stuff that is not serving me. I'm making better use because again, yes, I don't know how much I do have. And the, the time that I did have, I used to waste and I don't want to do that anymore. Number six, um, you don't need a gym. As a person who likes, you know, physical activity and exercising and stuff, um, since COVID, I have not been in a gym on a regular basis. I think like 85 or 90% of my workouts this year would have been world would have been home workouts and this is coming from a dude who detests detests with a passion home workouts but you know what that's showing me me thinking that you need to be in the gym to get in good shape shows me that i have this issue with i need more resources or i need more support around me to get started to do stuff that i think and maybe you do too going forward i'm trying to not gonna like overcomplicate things I'm going to just get started um, with what I have. Just make the most of the resources around me and not complain that I don't have X or Y. Because I really could have sat up and said, well, I, don't, I can't go in the gym, so I ain't working out at all. Nah, nah, nope, 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 nope. So going forward, I, I'm going to make the use of what's around me. Lesson number seven, 80% of what you do is not important. Um, this is the Pareto principle. If you are not familiar, it simply means 20% of the inputs equal 80% of the outputs. An example would be if a business has, let's say 100 customers, well, 20 of those customers are going to be responsible for 80% of the money that business makes, 80% of the revenue. So what I am trying to do is locate the 20% of what I do in life that is responsible for 80% of like the gains, the good stuff in my life and double down on that. Because if instead of that business having only 20 clients that are really great, that contribute to 80% of the revenue, what if they had 100 clients that they did? Well, they wouldn't just like double or triple. They would probably quintuple their revenue. So for me, I try to locate the activities that I do that like level me up and just do that and just mass that out. Because then my life in general can be just like kaboom. Like, you know, the return on investment is going to be insane. So maybe you could try to identify those activities or things that you do that have the best return on investment in it, leveling up your life in whatever category you're thinking of. Lesson number eight, we all can win. Since I have a business, I used to think that there's only two scenarios. Either my clients gain the steal, uh, I losing money, or I making up with I, I am more expensive than I should be and they are losing out. And it's not like that in life at all. It's actually kind of selfish to think that in an 
in an exchange, only one person can benefit. So there's always a loser and a winner. It's actually not true. Well, we have a, a, a event coming up, a webinar about how to balance work and school. It's going to be on January 13th. More information probably at the end of this episode. But what I had to do, I had to call institutions to kind of sell them on the fact that, well, your business can benefit from your employees being able to balance school better because they get better qualified, they get better at time management. I had to then sell the employees on the fact that would be better for them because they get qualifications which could boost their career and their future earnings. And then I obviously can come up better because if I do a good job on the webinar, some of those persons are like going to become students, well, clients, so to speak. So it was a win, win, win. The institution wins, the employees win, and I win. And I was like, wow. So there are instances in life that we don't, it doesn't have to be one dimensional. I take from you or you take from me. We all could just be winning together and having like valuable in interactions and that's what I plan to do, hopefully, going forward. We don't just make interactions in business, but like make interactions in life. Number nine, you don't need a huge circle. Not that I had a humongous one before, but I definitely like interacting with people. I'm extroverted. I like meeting friends and stuff. But this year taught me that like I really don't need as much support. When they're talking about support, I don't mean like actually somebody caring about you myself. I mean it the amount of people. I don't need 10, 20 people in my corner say, yeah, you caught this. I realize I probably need like what, one, two, three, four max. And that the overwhelming disapproval I may get from other people does not matter if I have these one, two or three persons in my corner. So maybe going forward for you, you don't need as many people to support you to take the actions or go after the things that you wanted to do as well. So yeah, number nine, you don't need a huge circle. And lastly, number 10, know exactly what you want. Um, I I would say I kind of knew what I wanted in some instances. So that, for example, um, the podcast, Student Struggles podcast, it's just students. They're just talking abroad. There's so many students. You've got people who like in elementary school, primary school, secondary school, tertiary, persons who are doing like, their masters. It was just like students in general. And going back to another analogy from the book Atomic Hammets, James Clear talks about like a plane taking off from Florida and going to California. And he talks about the fact that what well, if that plane was like just a few degrees off to the left, let me say two or three degrees. And those who don't math, two or three degrees is not a lot. Like if you look at it from a certain angle, if you look at it, you probably can't tell that the thing moves at all. But what happens with that plane takes off instead of landing in California, it lands in the Gulf of Mexico. So for me, I'm realizing that if I was dialed in on my message from the beginning or what I really, really wanted, I would be better off because I know now that I don't want to serve all students. I want to serve students who are working professionals, who are engaging, who are students part-time because they want further qualifications to advance their career. Now I know I want that like subsection of students and now I'm rebranding and like trying to target those persons specifically. So I realizing it doesn't, again, it doesn't have the application in business or this podcast. We take actions, time, and energy toward things. I, I know I do, and I keep saying we, but I know I do put energy into things and I do not know exactly what I want out of them. So then I may be getting a result that I don't even want at the, e at the end. So being certain on where I want to go or where, where I end up before I put it, uh, putting all this energy into it is just going to save me so much time and energy and it's going to be better off for me in the long run 
So when I engage in the new projects, new things, I got to be like absolutely convinced that this is stuff that I want to do and I would be willing to sacrifice for to get what those end results are. So this has been my 10 lessons um, over this last year. Hopefully you've been able to benefit from some of them. But even more than that, what I would like to do is, because again, I would like to learn from some of you uh, watching and listening. Those of you listening, let me know in the comments, what's like the one biggest thing you took away from this last year that you think that you could continue to improve on a mistake you made that you don't want to make again, right? So for those on YouTube, let me know in the comments. For those of you listening on the audio platforms, um, you know, again, both of you want to subscribe, follow, you know what I mean? Let me know how it is, rate if you're on the audio. But um, you could DM us on the business at WebLearn. Let me know what lessons you learned. And I could maybe even do an episode where I share your lessons instead of just like my lessons. And that would be like hella dope and we all can benefit. But yeah, that's been me. That's what I've learned. And I want you to continue. Hopefully you have been having a fantabulous day. We want to continue having a fantabulous day. And to all of you part-time students who got balanced work in school, um, coming up, we're going to have a exclusive webinar for those persons. We got limited. Uh, we can be limited to between, I don't know yet, between 50 and 70 participants. Uh, we're doing a webinar on how to balance work in school. We're giving away some free resources. I'm going to put you on some game where you can help in those situations. Um, if you want to get access, just go to weblearn.com and register as usual. Weblearn.com, W-E-B-L-E-A-R-N-T.com. And you're going to be able to benefit um, to get the necessary details when that webinar shows up. Thank you for listening. Have an awesome day. Thank you for watching, for being here, wherever you're in, on um, video, audio, no matter. But have a fantabulous day. Continue to stay awesome. And I can see you in the next episode of whatever this podcast get renamed and rebranded to. I go on. Peace. I want you to transform your academic experience. And the best way that you could do so is by joining our free course, the 21 Day Stress-Free Scholar. In this course, you're going to learn the essential study techniques, time management strategies, and even personal development skills to excel in school while maintaining your overall well-being. You can enroll now for free and kickstart your journey to academic success at weblearn.com. W-E-B-L-E-A-R-N-T.com. See you there.